the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From Talk 910 KNEW San Francisco, this is Rob Black. Rob talks about your money every weekday, live and local, from 10 to noon. Enjoy the show. Live from the Bay Area, your money, your life. This is Rob Black. It's a Rob Black Show, 9:10 a.m. You can find us at talk910.com. Talk. 910.com. This is a show dedicated to getting you to retirement. I do a local show in the Bay Area. I get emails from all across the nation. So clearly, you're finding us at talk910.com. But more importantly, we all want to get to age 60. And from age 60 to 100, we want to be cool because we're stressed and angry and, and panicked and ridden with anxiety in our teens and our tweens and our tens. From 20 to 60, it's just so much on our plate. We just want to get to 60 and chill. Retirement. The golden years. And the problem is our parents had pensions. Our parents had guarantees. Our parents' cost of living not as high as our cost of living. Our parents' college costs not as much as our, our college costs. Their golden years are going to be better than ours. Ours are looking pretty grim. Pretty damn grim. In large part, Social Security comes down to about $1,000 a month after you pay all your taxes on in health care. It's not a lot of money. Not a lot of money. Could you live off it? If you had to, I bet. I bet you'd figure out a way to do it. But it's not a lot of money. You're not taking flights, that's for sure. You're not spoiling the grandchildren on $1,000 a month, that's for sure. Long story short, this show is dedicating to getting you to age 60 with some sort of nest egg. Something you can live off until the day you die. We're all going to die. Can't take it with you. But I assure you, you don't want to live below the poverty line. You don't want to be eating cat food. You don't want to be the guy who sits around and watches the shopping network for 12 straight hours because no one else will talk to you. I think the people on the shopping network somehow talk to old people. I think there's some sort of magic going on. My mom's 75 plus years old and she loves that station. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the cheap Chotskys or if it's just someone who will pick up the phone on the other line and talk to you. I don't know. Anyway, let's talk about um, the world of money. And again, we can talk anything that you want to today. And what do I mean by that? I've got stories prepared on Martha Stewart. I got some of the new technologies and is the Xbox going to survive? Is the console going to survive? Duck up a story on that. Things change. Not a lot of not a lot of California stories today, but a lot of good business news today. So I got a good show planned out for you. Don't be shy with your phone calls. You can call about let's say you've got a special needs kid. Let's say you got a kid that just squirted out of you and you gotta start planning for college. If you wait till the kids twelve, thirteen, fourteen to plan for college, it ain't gonna happen. It needs to start right around the time he comes out. So any financial question you have, if you have a love question, a question on love, I'd like to get more questions on love. I want to be the, the Dr. Drew Pinsky. I want to be the man for all ages. I want to be the guy 
the white Oprah, as I like to refer to myself. I'd like to be the white Oprah. I'd like to have a well-rounded show, not just financials, but you get the idea. So stock market into the third quarter. What's that mean? First quarter is January, February, March. Second quarter, April, May, June. Third quarter, July, August, September. September's gone. We're in the month of October. So there's four quarters in a year. Nice thing I love about the stock market is every 90 days, every quarter, companies come out and tell you what the hell's happening. Stock market ended the third quarter on a weaker note yesterday, but the fact gets understandably lost in the bigger consideration that the third quarter was the best quarter since 1998. That's pretty impressive. It's the best quarter in 10 years. I didn't see it coming because we had just had five straight up months. Well, we had just had a great second quarter. Third quarter was fantastic. September was supposed to be a weak month. September was a strong month. Fourth quarter, October, November, December is supposed to be a strong quarter. But man, can we keep roaring? Now, let's talk a little bit about what we're seeing out there today. There was a big news headline yesterday that Bank of America CEO Ken Lewis is going to retire at the end of the year. Shares of Bank of America trading higher. Why is that? Because people hate Ken Lewis. He's one of those people that went to the government numerous times and said, need more money, need more money. He's one of those people that acquired Merrill Lynch and somehow everyone got bonuses except for, we need more money, we need more money, we need more money. So Wall Street likes that he's leaving. It suggests to me that his decision to retire, probably not his own, because a successor hasn't been named. It looks like he was ousted. Now, it's hard to believe that a bank that size with the leadership protocol it preaches and practices wouldn't be in a position to name a successor. The same day, Lewis indicates he's going to step down. So a new day dawning for Bank of America. Now, there's some uh, economic data today to chew on. Chomp, 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 chomp. Initial claims. People filing for unemployment. That's the big problem right now. You're not really feeling the pinch, are you? The economy's tough. But it's, it's, it's when does your friend get a job again? So initial claims rose 17,000 to 551,000. That's just frigging ludicrous. Any number over 400,000 tells you the economy's struggling. We're losing too many jobs. Now, continuing claims fell 70,000. That was better than expected. But in light of the high level of initial claims, the improvement lacks any sway of, you know, the believability indicator. So continuing claims have more to do with unemployed people exhausting their benefits right now than it does a pickup in hiring. Continuing claims, at some point in time, you fall off and you no longer get government money for being unemployed. You just sit at home and get thin. So continuing claims can change by, you know, finally getting hired or by falling off. And those initial claims are telling us that no one's getting hired. They're getting fired. So that's a little bit depressing, right? And we also got some more economic news today. Personal income rose two-tenths of a percent in August. That's a good number. Personal spending increased 1.3%. That's a good number. It was all tied towards the clash, the cash for clunkers program. It was the big driver in the spending increase. Now, again, we don't need more debt. And that's what buying a car is. No one buys a car in cash. Or very, very few people do. So the cash for clunkers, I think it's going to hurt our economy. I think it's going to hurt our society more than it's going to help. I see today that the 30-year fixed rate mortgage, you own a home, right? 66.6% of us own a home. I can't make that number up. I'll say it again. 66.6% of us own a home. 
30-year fixed mortgage fell below 5%. Again, it's at 4.94%. That's a pretty amazing number. If you haven't refinanced your mortgage and you're sitting at 6 7 8%, don't be stupid. Now's the time to refi. Low mortgage rates are helping stabilize home sales. New home sales in August rose the highest annualized pace since September 2008, and the inventory of unsold houses fell to the lowest level since February 1983. Let me say that again. New home sales in August rose the highest level since September 2008. That's not impressive because the September 2008, that's like being a, a tall midget. The September 2008 numbers were good or bad. So saying that, ooh, I guess it's not getting worse, but it's still a low number. So what else do we see here? Inventory of unsold houses fell at the lowest level since February 1983. That's good. So inventory levels are what drives real estate prices. Now, the only problem about this is how many foreclosures are out there in what's called the shadow inventory. The shadow inventory. Hmm. Healthcare reform, no healthcare reform. Remember a couple weeks ago, that was the big story. President Barack Obama would get on television and say, you know, our healthcare system's broken. We must fix it. We had the town hall meetings where people were screaming at congressmen. Healthcare, healthcare, healthcare. And it kind of went away, right? Well, they went on vacation. They come back from vacation. And what we're seeing right now, ooh, the devil, Nancy Pelosi. I actually can't say that she's the devil. I could say she's like the devil because I can't prove that she's the devil. So she's like the devil. The devil-like lady Nancy Pelosi says today that the health care overhaul bill will contain a public option. Oh, I thought we got rid of that. Nope. So a story coming out today says the White House backed overhaul of the nation's health care system, weathered repeated challenges from Republicans on taxes, on abortion. The bill's architect claimed enough votes to push it through the Senate Finance Committee as early as week's end. Passage in the Finance Committee would clear the way for the debate on the Senate floor in mid-October, designed to accomplish President Barack Obama's aim of expanding access to insurance as well as slowing the rate of growth in health care spending overall. The bill includes numerous consumer protections, such as limits on copays and deductibles. It relies on federal subsidies to help lower-income families buy coverage. It costs an estimated $900 billion over a decade. Legislation would not allow the government to sell insurance in competition with private companies, as Obama and numerous Democrats would like. That's called the public option. Now, Nancy Pelosi says it's going to have a public option. What's coming out of the, uh, the Senate finance doesn't have a public option. This is just sloppy, isn't it? It's like a sloppy drunk. Nothing cool about a sloppy drunk. If you can't hold your alcohol, don't drink. If you can hold your alcohol, there's something cool, especially if you can flip a cigarette in your mouth while you're smoking. Those are the coolest people on the planet. I can't do cigarette tricks. I wish I could, but I can't. Don't smoke cigarettes. That's probably why I can't do cigarette tricks. Smoke cigar, me once every three, four weeks. And I do it politely. Not at a restaurant. Not near public people. Anyway, legislation um, would not allow the government to sell insurance in competition with private companies. Mm, they're coming to closure. We're going to hear something mid-October. I'm telling you about that now because Wall Street's not going to like it. Wall Street thinks that our Congress is spending too much money. Wall Street thinks that they're irresponsible. And when you see more money being spent, we don't like it. It it lowers the value of the dollar. Now, will there be money to be made off this? Yes. But overall, I think Wall Street says it hurts the U.S. economy because we spend like drunken sailors. 
Nothing wrong with a drunken sailor, but they spin crazily. You get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639-800-345-56. to get your calls in the air. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Coming up, I'm going to have a guest, Kim Commando. This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top. It's tricky. Here we go. years ago, I got on air and I said, who are the people that download or get the Anacornicova virus? And I laughed about it. I, I giggled. Next day, I got a virus. It was almost like weird karma, and I lost everything on my computer. And that was kind of an expensive mistake. I lost a lot of photos. Um, uh, I lost a lot that will never, ever be recovered. Well, it could have been recovered, but... I panicked, and I basically deleted everything after I shouldn't have deleted everything. Anyway, let's bring in Kim Commando. Kim Commando does a show here on 9, 10 a.m. Every Sunday from 1 to 3, 1 to 3 in the afternoon. I listen to a little bit of it on Sunday. Kim, are you with us? Yes. Hi there, Rob. Hi. How are you today? Well, I'm sorry that you got hit by the Anacornicanova virus. <laughs> Isn't it funny? The, the moment I said, who are these people that do that, then, then I get killed with virus. Well, it's like the great gods of the Internet come down upon your computer, <laughs> and, you know, and then all of a sudden you get hit by it. But, you know, viruses are real. And, and of course, you, know, you can't talk about viruses on computers without – you have this whole conspiracy theory and where folks are saying that, you know, the only people that create the viruses are the antivirus companies because that's how they make all their money. That is a good conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a good one. I don't buy it. It's not true. Um, these viruses that exist right now, it, it's not the ones in the past where it just wiped out, like you said, it wiped out everything inside your computer. The viruses today are really put out there by the Eastern European crime syndicates and parts of Asia. The viruses get on your computer, and then they secretly capture all of your keystrokes. And so this way they can have access and deplete your bank account before you even realize it. And then in addition to that, they will send um, spam out uh-huh. and without you even knowing because it's its own email program. You know, And it does pretty malicious stuff now. It does do pretty malicious stuff. Now, getting a virus, I quickly turned to Norton and Symantec for the next five years but I've started to turn away from them, Kim, because they, they seem to slow down my system. They're, they're too much resource hogs. And I've gone with some of the, the, the pretty good AVG um, virus scanning software. Um, well, yeah you, can, yeah, you can do that. And Norton's known as notorious for slowing down. It seems like just about anything it gets its little tentacles in. But, but you, don't need to, it, you don't need to pay for antivirus software. And see, a lot of folks did what you do is that, and what you did rather, is that you got the virus and you went, okay, I need to have a big name to make sure that it never happens to me again. And that big name, of course, is Symantec. And they've got really great products, but some of these Norton products, unless you really fine-tune the machine, it can kind of bog it down. But the program that you mentioned, AVG, I also take it that you're probably a a frugal man, (laughs) is that... With the AVG, it's a it's an absolutely free antivirus software program, and it gets pretty good reviews at CNET, which gives me comfort. You know, it's a good product. Uh, you know, we've been recommending it for many years, but it's not the only freebie in the bunch. You also have a vast uh, PC tools. They've got their own antivirus program, and then just the other day, Microsoft came out and said, "Guess what? We have free antivirus software programs." 
and um, and also their antivirus includes anti-spyware, which is a whole other uh, thing that you can get on your machine. But it's interesting now that Microsoft has entered the foray after trying to sell this product in different incarnations for fifty dollars. Now they're now they're giving it away for free. Now, isn't that going to cause problems? Because Kim, don't you remember? Do you remember Stacker? Yeah, kind of. Stacker was in the the mid '80s, and it doubled your hard drive. It was this this really cool oh. tool because we were we were using twenty meg hard drives, and suddenly you'd have forty megs. It was it was magical. And Microsoft basically came out with a program that did the same exact thing. They put it in Windows and put this company Stacker out of, out of business. So it was yeah, that's right. It was a bell and whistle kind of addition to Windows. Microsoft is very you know mean and cruel. They just take that bell and whistle, <laughs> install it into their software. And, you know, there goes a whole company. There goes, and, and isn't that going to happen here with this virus anti-software? Well, it, you know, I don't think so because I, their live care product never made it because they were really late to the game. And then initially when live care came out that they're now calling security essentials, it didn't really get rave reviews by anybody because it just wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed. But if Microsoft pushes this down as a Windows update, I think a lot of people are going to be upset. So I wouldn't expect them to do that, but I would expect them to kind of put it front and center, especially now we have Windows 7 coming out, and then uh, and then we have the other products that, that are associated with it, the anti-spyware, and then you would also not only have the antivirus companies uh, all ticked off at you, but you'd also have the anti-spyware products, too. Are the Eastern European crime syndicates too poor to buy Apple computers? Because Apple doesn't have <laughs> Apple. Apple doesn't get viruses. <laughs> well, you know what? They don't get viruses yet. Yeah. They're still subject to phishing scams. And trust me, I love my 17-inch MacBook. I think it's just an amazing machine. But I still have antivirus software on it because I think someday somebody's going to figure something out and it's going to come in and really maybe do some damage. Um, because all these apples are out there without any type of protection. And so it's, and they are going to go after it because they go after Windows right now uh, simply because of the market share that you're, you know, we're, it's, still, it's still very skewed towards Windows-based computers. But I think as more and more people look at Macs, and especially when you get the iPhone and the iPod, and you're like, you go to the store and you're like, wow, that's really pretty. I'd like one of those. <laughs> you know, so, um, but I, but the reason why the Eastern Europeans, they, it's it's all market share. Yeah. But I would expect them to. They, there was a proof of concept virus that came out uh, on the Macs a couple of weeks ago that I was reading about, and it didn't do any damage. But just the fact that they are kind of nosing around on the Mac operating system says that they will, if there's enough money in it, they're going to figure out a way to get in. Now, you just brought up um, Windows 7, or you brought it up yeah. as, will this new software feature by Microsoft be built into uh, Windows 7 or not? Have you played with Windows 7? Well, you know what? I've had Windows 7, you know, as you might expect. I mean, this is my foray. Right. Um, I've been using Windows 7 for about eight or nine months. And when you first install it, you kind of sit back and, and you go, wow. This is what Microsoft should have released back with Vista, and but they didn't. And but with Windows 7, it's got a lot of really slick features, and um, and it does look and feel a lot like a Mac. And meaning that you have the transparent windows, and when you have your mail open, you can zoom in and zoom out, and and it really does kind of have that experience. But you have to remember that people don't buy hardware because of a new operating system that they buy hardware when the hardware dies, then hardware being a new computer. 
And it's and I don't think this is going to be something where people are going to be like, oh my gosh, I need to have Windows Seven today. And, you know, it's it's not that kind of revolutionary product, but it is a great product. It's a good product. But again, you have to remember that it's that a lot of people stick with uh, Windows XP when Vista came out, and there and we still have a lot of XP diehards out there. Absolutely, and I think the last time Microsoft had a a must-have operating system wasn't it like Windows ninety five because it was a, a massive, <laughs> massive ad campaign. It was a massive ad, but it was also a big jump. I mean, yeah, going back to from Windows three one. Then you go to 95. That's, that's kind of a leap there. Yeah, it was. So, and it dates us that we both can talk about this. So Kim commanded as a digital lifestyle show. That's what I would refer to it as. What would you refer to it as, Kim? Kim? Sounds like we lost Kim. 800-34. Oh, actually, oh. I'm back. I was hearing some music. Oh, that's odd. Um, it was... I was hearing, like, something in the... Anyway, go ahead. I was like, I thought maybe you were going to a break. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I guess they're going to a break now. <laughs> we, are, we are getting ready to go to a break, but what I was teasing was you do a show Sundays from 1 to 3 here yes. on 910. You, I think it's a digital lifestyle show. Um, how would you describe yeah, your own show? You know, it's, it's, uh, it's about everything digital. Um, you know, I'm not going to be taking calls about fixing your printer or your router. <laughs> That's tech support. gets rather boring. Um, what we talk about is keeping safe. This weekend we're going to talk about cookies on your computer that, uh, that I'm going to spotlight. A lot of folks don't realize that when you have tracking cookies on your computer that it's, it's more than just uh, keeping track of your preferences, that there are now these big dossiers, these databases that are being kept on where you go on the Internet. And then we do a freebie of the week. Uh, and then there are no guests. It's just callers. And so, you know, any, if you have any questions, you just got to give me a call, and then uh, we'll put you on the air. Because I'm, because I'm on air and you're on air, uh, what's the freebie of the week? The you, freebie you, of the week you, is something that, um, like, for example, last week it was all about these free programs. Like one is called Clock, and that's K-L-O-K. These free programs that you can get on the Internet to keep track of your time. But the freebie of the week is always something that is cool, it's useful, it's fun, it's something you don't need to pay for. This week, and it's going to be talking about all the free ways that you can watch television on the Internet uh, and that you can maybe cut that cable bill, that satellite bill, by using Hulu. And then, you know, I don't know if you've had a chance to look at the new HBO site, but HBO, maybe when you go to the break, look at it. It's, it's called HBOimagine.com. And they have, they're really doing something pretty phenomenal is that you can view a show from four different angles. And again, this is free, so that's what the freebie of the week is always about. Four different angles. Yeah, it's, it's actually kind of wild. <laughs> you could, they, they must be filming this, obviously, four different ways. Really? So you can see the scene from, from one room or from another room, and then you can flip it around. It's, it's something that, that if you've got an extra, you know, you've got a couple of minutes to spare, and if you want to see something that's, that's I think, kind of cool on the Internet, is just uh, head over to that site that HBO has put together. That's good knowledge, hboimagine.com. Thanks very much, Kim. Not a problem. Kim can be heard on the station Sundays from 1 to 3. I can be heard on the station Monday through Friday from 10 to noon. We must go make some money, but when we come back, more financial, stimulating talk. I'm Rob Black. Black Show. I'm Rob Black. You listen 9, 10 a.m. You can find a podcast of the show at talk910.com, talk910.com. Let's get a phone call. It's 800-345-5639. It's 
And when I do segments like the Kim Commando segment, if you want to have feedback, send it to Rob really doesn't care about your opinion.com. Let's go to Randy in San Jose.com. Randy. Hey, how you doing? Hey. Hello, are you there? I'm here, Randy. Good. I'm a Citibank stockholder. I got a letter here from the board of directors, and it kind of makes me nervous. I can read a couple sentences out of it. Sure. Increase the number of authorized shares of common stock from $15 billion to $60 billion. Right. Authorized but do not require the board of directors to make a reverse stock split prior to June 30 next year at one of seven reverse split ratios. Is this going to dilute the value of the stock? Nope. Um, what are they doing? Issuing new shares would dilute the value of the stock, but not a reverse stock split. So going from 15 to $60 billion, they're going to raise capital. That's a tremendous amount. And it, it, I think these are two separate events. One is they're raising capital, yes. Well, keep in mind, their share price is 4 bucks. Yeah. So 45 billion shares at 4 bucks ain't all that much money. When this used to be a $60 stock, you would have made it pull it off a lot cheaper. Um, with that said, I think the company will trend higher over the next three years. But in the short term, in the next six months, it should trend lower. In large part, people are scared uh, on banks again. Basically, they've gotten through the worst of the crisis, but they still have some bad mortgage debt that's going to hurt them. And we're not done yet. Yep, absolutely. And Citigroup is 30-plus percent owned by the United States government. When they pay that back, that's going to be dilutive. So they're trying to raise capital so as to be able to pay back the United States government so that they don't have uh, have Papa Bear on top of them, so to speak. Okay, thank you. And one more thing, Randy. Hey. I would own shares of Citigroup, but I would call it the craziest stock I own. It's gambling money. It's gambling money. Absolutely. As long as you know that and I know that we're on the same page, and thanks for the call. Bye. So good call. I like a guy who actually reads the things that they send them. Citigroup was one of the largest financial services firms. Uh, it once was called Citi. They've got some 200 million customer accounts. They do business in more than 100 countries. They offer deposits and loans. They offer banking, brokerage service, wealth management, alternative investments, and financial services. They're still reeling from $90 billion in write-downs and losses on mortgage-related securities and other investments. Citigroup announced plans in early 2009 to split itself into two. The major organization will will help it save some, basically, it's going to have the money-losing assets from its banking divisions. So that's what you got with Citigroup, ticker symbol C. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. And I would say we've gone through a phase of a lot of people thinking banks were going to die. Went through that. Then there was a massive recovery. I think we should give back some of that recovery. As we start to try to figure out, okay, we've probably overcompensated on the downside, overcompensated on the upside. So now we have to figure out where where's the true. And uh, short term, I'd say be careful. Midterm, I think it's six six seven dollar stock, and it's only four fifty at this point in time. So be careful though. Uh, they got a lot of credit card, and Americans are, are hurting on their credit cards. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's eight hundred three four five five six three nine to get your calls in the air. You know, um. Sticking with Kim Commando's comment on content on HBO, if you go to hboimagine.com, I think it's worthy of note that there's a pretty big story floating around today that Comcast wants content and NBC Universal has content. Comcast is the nation's biggest cable company. 
They're kicking the tires of entertainment giant NBC Universal. Comcast, which has almost 25 million subscribers, they've been looking to expand their entertainment offerings for several years. Now, in NBC Universal, it would not only get a big broadcast network and movie studio, but it would also get USA, Sci Fi, CNBC, MSNBC, and Bravo. Now, NBC is the parent company of General Electric, and they've long denied that it's interested in selling its vast entertainment holdings. However, the industrial giant known as General Electric is facing the possibility that its minority investor, French telecommunication company called Vivendi, in six weeks will exercise an option to unload its 20% stake in NBC Universal. That would require GE to come up with $4 billion to pay Vivendi. Or they'd have to find a new investor to take the place of Vivendi. Now, this isn't the first time that Comcast has made a play for Hollywood. They once tried to buy Disney. I know. You're going, Comcast tried to buy Disney? Uh Uh-huh. Five years ago, Comcast made an unsuccessful run to buy Walt Disney for $54 billion, a move that backfired because investors promptly punished Comcast stock. Now, even this week, one Wall Street analyst is suggesting that Comcast stock continues to be undervalued because of concern that Comcast executives are thinking big again. So, Wall Street's kind of a funny beast. We want a company to get bigger, but we don't want them to get bigger at too much of a cost. Comcast, as you know, they've got the video-on-demand services. Hey, look, it's a competitive rat-eat-rat world out there. And these rats are doing everything they can to make sure that they survive the the onslaught from Hulu.com, you know. You can go watch almost every TV show that you watch right now at Hulu.com. You can watch, I would say, 90% of the TV shows... If you get a Netflix subscription, 17 bucks a month, 18 bucks a month, you could watch anything on HBO or Showtime. Boom, just like that, right? Now, again, a little bit cheaper than that $100 cable bill that you're paying. Are you willing, though, to move from the television, the couch, all the way to the Internet, back room of your house? Probably not. But a year from now, two years from now, more and more TVs will be powered with internet and as they're powered with the internet suddenly you're not watching on your computer the hulu shows you're watching them on your tv and now are you willing to give up your cables tv services you might that's why comcast is doing everything they can everything they can to control content we always go back and forth between who delivers the content and who has the content some people say content is king Some people say the delivery mechanism is king because you could always buy the content. It's an interesting run, right? 800-345-5639. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Let's stay with television for just another minute or two. Let's talk about CBS. Now, I don't like CBS stock in any way, shape, or form. ABC is doing great this season. ABC is killing CBS. Um, Let me give you an example. So far, ABC, Fox, and NBC, they've done better than what CBS has done as far as charging outsized premiums in the scatter market. It's still very early in the new season. The data so far confirms that CBS's current valuation on the risk-reward continuum continues to favor the risk rather than the reward. There have been many surprises just three weeks into the brand new television broadcast network season. It's prime time's audience are willing to sample new series in higher than expected numbers. ABC has a huge hit with Flash Forward. They won Thursday night's all-important all night. Okay, now you remember TV. Thursday night was must-see TV. 
Why is Thursday night must-see TV? Does anyone know? Does anyone care to venture a guess? Why is Thursday night so important for ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox? It's because that's when they can push their movies that come out on Saturday, uh, Friday and Saturday at the theaters. That's why Thursday is so darn important. It's an odd thing that most people don't understand. But keep in mind, all of them have movie divisions. And it's that premium placing, if they can get the audience, if they can get the ER and the Seinfelds and the, the cheers. That's why Thursday was so important, because you can push the movies you've produced for the weekend to cinema. Interesting, right? Probably didn't know that. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. I promise I won't bite you as long as you don't ask something stupid. 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. For the record, I hate the title of the show. I hate my own name. I don't like it. It just seems like I have this big ego. Hey, everybody, it's my show, me. It's all about the me show. I hate it. 800-345-5639. Originally, the radio show was called 2020 Insight. And that sounded like I was an optometrist. And then it became 2020 on Wall Street. And then it became Stock Talk. And then it became Rob Black and Your Money, and now it's the Rob Black Show. There'll be a quiz later, so make sure you write those down. There are winners in this world, and there are losers. Let's go to Alonzo in Alameda. Alonzo? Hello? Hi. Hi. Uh, Rob, I have a question. How, which one is the best way to save money for my daughter for her college? Okay, have you saved enough money for in your 401k? Do you max out your 401k and IRA? No, I'm sorry. I don't have that. I don't have the 401k. Okay. Um, do you save money for yourself for retirement? I try to, yeah, maybe $1,000 a month. Okay. It's going to be really important, Alonzo, and, and, and thanks for the call. You want to save money for yourself before you save money for your kid. You want to open up a 401k or an IRA. You want to max it out each and every year. And then... You want to do a 529 plan, a 529 plan. How do you, what do you, there's a good website called savingforcollege.com, savingforcollege.com. You'll learn more about 529 plans. The best 529 plans, they're offered by every state, but your kid doesn't have to go to that state. So it's confusing, but every state has these and it's basically kind of a tax loophole for you. You're allowed to save money for your kid's college. It grows tax deferred and it comes out free of tax if it goes for college or, you know, higher education costs. It's a good idea. It's a very good idea if you're wealthy and maxing out your 401k. It's a bad idea if you're not maxing out your 401k or nest egg. Because when you turn 60, the only thing you're going to have is a little bit of Social Security in your nest egg. But when your daughter turns 18... 18, which for the record is why I like girls from South Carolina, because they're not 18, they're 18. Um, That makes no sense. Strike that. Let's just dump that. Um, 529 plan. 529. Okay, so your daughter, when she turns 18 and goes off to college, 
she can get a, a loan, a student loan. She can get a grant. She can get, you know, she can work her way through college. She can go to a community college for two years. But when you're 60, you got to have a nest egg. So that's my opinion. I'm sticking with it. Savingforcollege.com is a good place to learn more about 529 plans. The best ones are Utah, Nevada, Hawaii, and Alaska. California is pretty good. I'd do California if you put a gun to my head, but I'd prefer that you do the other states that I mentioned. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Let's go to Mitch in San Jose. Mitch? Uh, yeah, hey, Rob. Uh, I'm looking at a chart of Monsanto over the last year. It seems to kind of go above and uh, below 80. It's kind of below 80 right now, so I'm wondering if you think it's a good time to pick up more shares. What's your time frame? Uh, I have a long time horizon, at least 10 years. Okay. It's kind of a retirement account. Yeah. I would own Monsanto for the long term. Uh, let me give you a couple names just so you can do a little bit of research and, and kind of figure out the whole space because I think that's important. And I want you to compare Monsanto to a company called Syngenta. Uh, ticker symbol on Syngenta is SYT. Now, if you like Monsanto, in theory, you should like Terra Nitrogen, TNH. You should like Terra Industries, TRA. You should like Potash, POT. You should like Mosaic, MOS. You should like Intrepid Potash, IPI. And maybe Agrium, AGU. And just look at the price-to-sales ratio of them. Look at the price-to-earnings. Look at next year's expectations. So last quarter in September, Monsanto came out with a pretty disappointing outlook for the year. That's typically when you want to buy a stock, when they have the – not always. But if it's a stock that you like for 10 years and they they just disappoint in a one-year time period, that's typically when you want to pick some up. Um, There's some regulatory hurdles out there, and thanks for the call. A little bit more on Monsanto – you know, corn the size of a Trident missile. That's what it's all about. Now, Monsanto is all about bioengineering crops. Monsanto helps farmers grow more crops by applying biotechnology and genomics to seeds and herbicides. It produces altered seeds that tolerate Roundup, which is a big pesticide. Or not a pesticide, it, it resists bugs. Now, Monsanto estimates more than 70% of the world's herbicide-resistant crops bear their stamp. Whoa. of the world's herbicide-resistant crops are tied towards Monsanto. They do all sorts of seeds. Past decade, Monsanto has been remaking itself as a seed and biotech company. Uh, They once were kind of an agrochemical company, and they're trying to be more of a seed company. Um, I would compare them. Like I said, it's not about being right. And if you do take a look at a chart, it's a a damn yo-yo. In the last year, it goes 70 to 80. 5, 70 to 85, 70 to 85, 70 to 85. And now it looks like it's going back down to 70. 19 times earnings. It does not offend me in any way, shape, or form for you to own this 1.4% dividend yield. I don't see a lot of growth in the short term, but it's a good long-term name. 800-345-5639. Let's go to Barbara in Walnut Creek. Uh, yes, this is Barbara. I called yesterday regarding a fund, and I didn't have the whole symbol, but now I do. Okay. And it's R-Y-P-Q-X. Okay, and you said you were having problems getting your money? Yes. Um, we had a large amount to start with in January '08, and uh, I think you misunderstood. We, we weren't promised a large uh, percentage, only one and a half or something like that, uh, which was a little better, and they said, put it, take it from a regular money market and put it in this, and they called it a money market at the time, that it would be insured and safe with TD Ameritrade. And then over the course of the year after the big blow-up, last fall, uh, it, it, uh, it was frozen, the whole amount. And it was like 800000 And they, over this year, they've given us some back, and they're still holding 130000 
and we can't get any response from them at all. Not the fund or TD Ameritrade will respond to us. Yep. Um, what you probably need to do is get a lawyer. Oh. Because what I'm seeing right now is the United States District Judge for Southern District of New York has appointed Hagens, Berman, Sobel, and Shapiro as lead counsel in a securities class action lawsuit on behalf of purchasers and holders of the Reserve Short-Term Investment Trust as well as... We didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Go to yahoo.com and just punch in, uh, go to Yahoo and then hit finance and then hit RYPQX. I was just looking for some news on it and it looks like there's a lawsuit against and The lawsuit alleges shareholders purchased based on misleading statements or omissions related to the safety and liquidity of the investment. The fund fund collapsed in 2008 of September when news surfaced that shares dropped below a dollar, marking only the second time in history that a money market, quote unquote, broke the buck. Um, yeah, yeah. Jump in on the lawsuit and you'll get more information on what they're doing to remedy the situation there. We can get it through yahoo.com. We yep. put in that symbol. Yes. And then we just do whatever they say, I, I assume. So I can like, for instance, you can learn more. Do you have a pen right now? Yes. It's www.hbsslawsecurities.com. That's hbsslawsecurities.com. Okay. And uh, do a forward slash reserve, and that'll bring you up to date on your court case. But, yeah, you're going to want to attach your shares to that court case. Yeah, and I just wonder if TD Ameritrade has any responsibility toward this at all. Um, because I don't think won't. so. Yeah, I don't think so. I think um, it's the fund specifically. You have an account with TD Ameritrade, yeah. correct? I still have it, yes. Right. So they took the money, and they, they're called brokers, TD Ameritrade, and they brokered a trade between you and the yeah. money market account. So I don't think TD Ameritrade is going to have any, you know, they didn't do anything illegal. Well, although they said, put it in this. This is better than a regular money market, and they kind of said, you must do this. <laughs> like, it's good for you to do this. Well, yeah, then maybe you have, you know, something to talk about uh, with a lawyer over. Um, but keep in mind, you signed a relationship with them that for better yes. and for worse. Um, my guess is that they didn't know there was fraud happening. And if they did, that'll likely come out in the case with, again, like I said, uh, the, re- the law firm that I just told you about. So thanks for All your right. call. Well, thank you very much. Good luck getting your money back. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm the one, the only. <laughs> I don't have an ego. Rob Black. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.